<clears throat> Hi guys, it's Emmett. So, come on dogs. My wife is done with nursing school and she has a little less than a month before she starts her new job. And she is in this sort of strange limbo place where she, for the first time in five years, doesn't have something she needs to be working towards. And one of the things that we've been talking about that she feels overwhelmed by is her office. Her office is just a little room that you go into before you go into our downstairs bathroom. But it's got a giant desk in it that's just covered with stuff. And one of the things we were talking about last night was how, I mean, A, she's never really used the desk as a desk. When she's needed to study, she's used the kitchen table. But that having the room be dominated by this desk is really not helpful, and especially not helpful anymore. That going forward, she's not going to need a desk the way a student needs a desk. And it brings into the question, what is the purpose of her office? Should we even call it an office? Is it just her room? And if it's her room, what is its goal? Is it to help her do a certain thing? Is it to organize certain of her objects that don't have a place in the rest of the house? Is it a space that she can go into that is just hers? I have an office. It's like hers. It's a glorified anteroom. It's the upstairs uh, landing. It's this sort of strange little L-shaped space. And over the years, it's become populated by a series of dressers and hutches. Not hutches, what's it called? Maybe a hutch. Whatever that thing is that you like, have a bookcase, uh, like a couple shelves that you display your dishes on above sort of a cabinet that you'd put dishes in. So I have a little desk that basically doesn't get used as a desk. But then I have uh, these dressers and this uh, hutch cabinet. And what that functionally means is that I use the top surfaces of these things and I use it when I'm boxing up orders. And sometimes I sit there, but most often I don't. It's a very sort of purpose-driven space based around my need to have these tools and supplies sitting out so that I don't have to pull them out and put them back away each week. For me, that's what that space serves as. It is. It has a function that is not really about supporting me as my innermost person. It's about doing this thing that the business requires. Interestingly, I'm not trying to have it be the space that all of my business exists in, right? I'm not trying to have it be my carving space and the space that I do the boxing up in and the space where I store all my extra tools and the space where, right? That would be too much. So the question for Cecilia is what does her office, what could her office be that would support who she is and who she wants to be? And what are the parts of her life that aren't being supported because they don't have a space right now that could be supported? One thing she said to me is, I wish I just had a room with a wall full of cubbies. Well, that's interesting. The other thing we were talking about is how she likes having a 
tabletop surface, but she doesn't use drawers at all. So having a desk with drawers is not very helpful. And perhaps having just a table, like a small dining room table, very small, like a kitchen, small kitchen table, with a chair on either side of it would be a better fit for how she'd like to use the space. It also seems like she needs to have a way to organize random objects. Um, since she doesn't like using drawers, hence the wall of cubbies. I bring this up because it raises the larger question of how we actually use the spaces in our lives. A lot of times, the names we attach to rooms have very little to do with how we actually use the rooms, right? Most people who have a dining room don't actually dine in it. Dogs, come here! Hey, Maisie, come here! Sorry about that. Vehicle going by, I had to pull the dogs in tight. Right, so most rooms serve whatever function they're called plus something else. And sometimes our rooms don't actually do what we think they do. And when we go through transitions in life, it's worth calling into question what rooms are currently doing. Sometimes we find that rooms that we set up to be specifically one thing aren't getting used because we don't have a place for that thing in our lives anymore. And we need to repurpose that space. And sometimes we find that they were being used, but now our life has shifted and we just need to take the space and do something else with it. It can be hard to see these trends because we just sort of inhabit the space that we inhabit. This is why people find hoarders who are living in a corner of their house that they slowly box themselves into by stacking stuff to the ceiling and the rest of the house. By the time that pattern becomes apparent, the person has stopped really seeing it for what it is, or they feel like it is what it is. So, I'm interested in how this blind spot that we have might be something that exists not just in the rooms in our lives, but in our lives in general. What are the parts of ourselves that we hold dear that no longer exist and do we need to shift them to being a memory or admit that they are a memory and reclaim that space? You know, for me, for many years that has been the identity of being a sailor. I'm no longer a sailor. I used to be, and I'm not anymore. But it was so important to me that it claimed a place in my life and my identity for years that I wouldn't let go of, even though the life had let go of me, that life. And only recently, and I think probably with the identity of being a spoon carver starting to really take shape, has 
have I started to recognize the place in my identity that that idea of myself was taking up? And have I started to change the way that I describe myself and the things that are important to me and that identify who I am? It can be painful to give up those identities and those spaces and change them into something new. But I do believe that there's something really powerful about opening up free space in your life for some new identity to flow into. And circling back around to Cecilia's room, this is really what it boils down to for me is that Come on, dogs, let's circle back. Is that her office right now reflects her as a student. And I want to help her make a space in her life that can reflect her. Willa, Willa, come on. That can reflect her as a nurse as the person she is now, as the person who is no longer a student going forward. Because in many ways that's the dilemma that she's struggling with, I can see it, is the sudden loss of identity. She's been a student for five years, as she finished her bachelor's and got her nursing degree, and now what is she? And she knows that technically she's a nurse, she passed her licensing exam, she's gotten a job, but she is not settled into that identity yet. And insofar as our physical spaces reflect our inner reality, I think clearing away the the mess of being a student and making a new space for her to be a... making a new space for her to be who she is now will go a long way towards helping that inner sense of identity find a place to grow. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.